is so stupid, it's positively brilliant. Yep, Charlemagne the God. Andrew Schultz, back for another week of the Brilliant Idiots podcast. Um, let's get right to it. Andrew, what did you see last week that was positively brilliant? What did you see last week that made you say, what a fucking idiot? Man, positively brilliant last week was very tricky, man. I felt like everything just went wrong last week. Really? Does that not make sense? Like, there was just so much crazy drama that came out last week. You know, I found out- You have those weeks? Say what? You you can have those weeks. Yeah, like, well, yeah, I feel like everybody had it. Like, it's just so much fucked up shit going on. Really? Does that make sense? Man, listen, you're alive. Yeah, I guess you're right, man. I'm blessed. You're you're breathing. I'm blessed, you know, but it is our job to talk on culture, and I feel like culture's in a really weird place right now. I'll tell you, what a fucking idiot. You ready for my what a fucking idiot? Let me hear it. Matter of fact, you can even cut everything I said before and just start it with this. What a fucking idiot. Trump was asked about Ghislaine Maxwell, okay? Mm -hmm. Ghislaine Maxwell is Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile accomplice piece of human garbage. She is uh, going to be on trial. She's, I guess, in custody right now. And Trump was asked about her. And this guy bobbled the easiest question in the entire world. The question was, what do you think about Ghislaine Maxwell or something like that? And he goes, he goes, you know, I I, I saw her in passing, uh, you know, in Palm Beach. I wish her the best. I wish her the best. What do you mean you wish her the best? What the fuck does wish her the best mean? This is all you got to say. All you got to say is there's some horrible things that she's accused of. Um, It's absolutely horrifying and absolutely disgusting. And uh, if she's guilty of those things, I hope she gets justice. That's the answer. What is I wish you the best? Well, as a man who's always constantly working on himself... Yeah. Uh, through therapy and a sacred purpose coach and other things. That is Wood exactly holding. that is exactly what I say to people when I wish them the worst. That is exactly what I say to people when I hope they get found hung in a cell somewhere. All right. <laughs> that is exactly. And I get it. He's the president. So he should have had a more politically correct answer. But when somebody talks to me about somebody, Andrew, that I absolutely despise, but I'm trying not to hate. I say, God bless him. I wish him the best. Mm. Every time. Every time. Every time. So I don't you, know how I, I don't know how he feels about this woman. Uh, but you know, I'm just saying that's how that for me personally, when I don't wish you the best, <laughs> I say, God bless you, wish you the best. Because that's so generic, right? Interesting. So you when think I, Trump is actually doing the opposite. I don't know what Trump is doing. I never know what Trump is doing. I'm just simply, I'm just speaking from my perspective, you know, which is also something I'm you know, constantly talking to my therapist about, you know, me making things about me all the time. But it's just like, uh, oh, are, uh, are, are you <laughs> tapping into that, Charlotte? <laughs> so, so Hold I, on. When, Do you think you have an ego, Charlemagne the God? Yeah, we all got ego, though. <laughs> You got it. Listen, ego you is can't good. Be you in this got... business if you don't got an ego. I'm right. tired of motherfuckers that are in entertainment, entertaining people, going, "Oh, I'm egoless. I don't have an ego." Well, then shut and up. Go somewhere. You, it's not you for you. You can't wake up every day if you don't have an ego. Not even in this business. Just to live as a human. Mm-hmm. But 
you got to make sure that you don't have a wounded ego. Ah. You got to make sure that your ego is not your inner, Enemy. Your, your, your wounded inner child screaming for help. Mm. You know what I mean? You got to make sure that that inner child within you is not getting triggered by things that are happening to you as adult and saying, hey, let me... Let me, with me. let me put the question like this for you. Charlamagne, mm-hmm. how do you feel about uh, Jeffrey Epstein back when he was alive? How do you feel about him? Didn't give a fuck. Isn't that a better answer than, well, I wish him the best? I'm going to be honest with you, and this is just me being crazy, I guess. It all is the same to me. I, if I don't give a fuck about you, I wish you the best. <laughs> I used to say, God bless you. I used to say, God bless him, but fuck him. Right. But that sounds like too much of an oxymoron. Right. So I just be like, God bless him. I wish him the best. I and would, you'll, still, you'll, you'll still get a butt fuck him out of me. I think butt fuck him is good. I would I would keep the butt fuck him. Damn, somebody's going to edit that crazy. You still get a butt fuck him <laughs> out, out of me? Butt fuck him out of me. Come here, come here. <laughs> You'll still get a butt fuck him out of me, bro. You'll still get a butt fuck him out of me. All I'm saying is it, it like, let's say. I'm not in jail no more, but you'll still get a butt fuck him out of me. <laughs> I'm not gay no more. I'm delivered. But you'll still get a butt fuck him out of me. Bro, oh. it's all good on holidays, bro. It's oh, like, uh, you know, alternate street parking. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you, though. I mean, yeah, as a president, I guess you got to stay neutral. So as a president, even though we've never seen Trump stay neutral, Trump clearly picks a side. So uh, I, to me, and I, I thought about that when I saw him say that, that is a man who um, he's been accused of being down with the Epsteins, right? Or partaking in what, what they were doing. Who, Ghislaine Maxwell? Get, yeah, wasn't Trump, wasn't, I know, but wasn't Trump in the mix of all of that? Wasn't Trump in the mix of yeah, Epstein and Maxwell and all everybody's in the mix. Now, there's this whole conspiracy on the internet, I think QAnon, which is uh, basically, and I'm going to fuck it up, so if you know about it, but they're basically believe that Trump is, is going into politics to like, Oh, uh, drain the swamp, get rid of all the pedophile elites that are like running these pedophile rings and using it to compromise people around the world. That's what they believe. And this got to be the biggest blow to them because he fucking, he just fucked up the question and he was aware of what's going on, right? He said Prince Andrew did some foul shit. He said the Clintons were on that island. He said Epstein's island was foul. He's on record saying all these things. And Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden, while this chick is in custody, he's like, oh man, I wish her the best. It's almost as if... It's almost as if somebody could say this. They could go, oh, maybe she got some shit on him and he's trying to send a message to her lawyers or even her. Yo, I'm going to be gracious to you. You be gracious to me. So it's the message already was sent. The message was sent when Larry Epstein was hanging in that cell. Now, I've seen the young lady. Jeffrey Epstein, not all white Jews have the same name. Well, Jeffrey Epstein, right? <laughs> yeah. If I'm if I'm if I'm Donald Trump, that message has been sent. All I've heard is the Maxwell lady say how she's scared that she's gonna get killed in jail. She's scared something's gonna happen to her. Mm. So once you've already sent that message, and I'm sure a message has gotten to Christine, like, 
All right, this can go one of two ways. Chile. So, 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 whatever. Not, what the fuck is her new album? The fuck? So it's Trump unbelievable. Is, so Trump it's is, unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. Here's what brother Leonardo said. How you fucked up both of the names within 15 seconds of each other. So, it's, it's unbelievable. So listen, so Danny, right? So Danny, the president. The Danny's like, look, I'm on this motherfucking stage, <laughs> and I'm going. I'm saying, I'm saying to Christine, what's her name? Seriously, what's her name? Ghislaine. I'm saying to Ghislaine, mm-hmm. I wish you the best. Meaning, I wish you the best as long as you keep your motherfucking mouth shut about it. Right. Me. It's almost a message, right? It's a coded and, message. And Andrew, they haven't gotten a chance to, you know, do whatever it is they're going to do to her. What do you think they're going to do to her? You can't run the same play. You can't, you can't run the same play. You can't, you can't run the same play, Schultz. That goddamn hangman office. You can't do. You can't do that shit. Audible. Right? You gotta. Do, you can't run the same play. It would be too obvious. You can't run the same play. You can't. So they gotta figure it out. They gotta say COVID. 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 Low, you get low, out of low here with COVID. COVID. Low, low COVID can get her out of here. Low poisoning, but mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. COVID is probably the easiest way COVID. to kill somebody right now because it's not on you. You just got to make sure that bitch gets COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to watch Taylor. Taylor came up with that one a little too quick. Yeah, how'd you she know that? that so fast? Yeah, she's playing that one out. Yo, that's that's grimy right there, dude. Pray for Taylor's boyfriend. Yo, what? we're praying for your boyfriend. What's your boyfriend's name again? Why not? No, you know what's crazy? I was talking to Taylor last night and 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 I was asking her about her boyfriend, whatever, whatever. And she was like, Yeah, I'm gonna take him to Philly this weekend for a cheesesteak. Bro, I was like, it was just so random. Like, I'm gonna take him to Philly this weekend for a cheesesteak. So Yeah, that sounds that sounds she, she got she got her alibi already. No, 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 no. Actually, what she said before that was. He's, he's getting on my motherfucking nerves. Yeah, but it's it's all good. We're fine. Wait, he why is he getting on your nerves? Why you, you keep why you keep annoying that man? Leave that man alone. Um, he's not here in this episode because he's gonna be like, see, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, why are you driving him crazy? I'm why are you nice. trying to piss him off for no reason? Don't do that. I'm no. serious. It's just little tiny fights, not don't about mean what? What are you fighting about? I'm not, we're not discussing this. Go back to <laughs> what Yo, y'all are talking man. about. Can you explain I'm, to her that this entertainment, we got to share what's happening but in our lives? Let me make I this t- clear, Charlemagne. Oh. Let's bet, Ooh. let's bet if I'm not in a relationship, Uh huh. the time you said, like, if I'm not in a relationship after next year, then it has to be like some bet because he thinks that we're going to all be, all his nieces about to be single. They are. A lot Why of them didn't make it out the pandemic. You don't think they got the the pandemic punani? Nah, nah, I don't have nothing to do with that. It's just that they're all young, and um, I'm not that young no more. How old are you now? Twenty nine. Yeah, you right there. <laughs> <laughs> you you right there. You can't call you young Liberty Bell after thirty. You just the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> you just you. Bell. What's up, Bell? That's Belle from Philly. <laughs> no, but no, Trump did fuck that question up. Um, but I, I mean, I'm seriously, in, in, my, in my sick mind, that is what I say to people when I don't want to curse them. 
Straight up. When I mm. when I don't want to say fuck you only because I don't want to bring myself down to your level and I don't want to bring my energy down to lo- your level, I really do say, God bless them, wish them the best. Mm. You, know, you could just say also, I just hope they have the day they deserve too. That's why I say to people. Listen, y'all are more gracious Ooh, I like than that. me. If I like somebody that. I like asks that. me how I feel about the people who are running like a pedophile ring, I, I'm not going to say God bless them. That's just me, though. I don't know. They what pray for you? you before they execute you. Say again? Don't they pray for you before they execute you? Don't they bring in a a, a reverend to pray for you before imagine, they electrocute imagine, you? Imagine, and, and no, they that's injection? imagine that's your job well, what? Why are they doing for the church. Like, you worked your whole life. You ain't get no pussy your whole life so that you could be like a priest of some cathedral and all you got to do is pray for the guy who's about to get electrocuted. Why not? It don't matter. They still going to get... Also, how do what's they the point of that? What's the point of praying if you already... Like, how do you figure out what happens in church? Like, <laughs> who decides who gets to be... Like, how how are you good at priesting? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why well, don't you got to go to school? Say again? Don't you got to go to school? Yeah, but like, it's not like there's a test. Was somebody barking in there? Yeah, we got a dog in here. I'm about to say, y- y'all taking this DMX Snoop Dogg versus thing a little too far. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Listen, you know who I saw this week that was positively brilliant? Mark, And um, take, I'm bringing uh, this up. Yeah. Uh, because it proves to Taylor that I was correct. Uh, Tobias Harris and CJ McCullum. Tobias Harris and CJ McCullum. Yeah. Uh, Tobias plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. CJ McCullum plays for the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Tobias Harris was in a press conference. Taylor can put the audio here if she's not hating on the situation. <laughs> so Russell Westbrook, we saw collaborated with the NBPA to create those social justice shirts for the players. I know that you showed your support via some social media accounts. I'm just wondering if those shirts are something players plan to wear during warmups or if there is a plan for those or if you'll be involved in any way. Um, you know, no, nothing against the t-shirts, but we want to make sure that Daniel Cameron will arrest the cops and officers involved with Breonna Taylor's death. And, um, yeah, that's all I got to say. Thanks, T. Um, let's go that's going to be my answer for every question. Fair and enough. For Daniel Cameron to step up and to do what's right. And that's the only message I got today. Appreciate everybody. Thanks. Tobias refused to answer any questions other than to say Daniel Cameron. And I don't even know if that's his name because y'all know I'm terrible with names. I know his last name is definitely Cameron. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 I think the attorney general in Kentucky or the district, the DA in Kentucky, I don't know what the fuck his title is. But you're like, I am not saying anything other than he needs to arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. And then mm-hmm. CJ McCullum spoke about a great conversation he had with Breonna Taylor's mom and how they need to arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Now, all of it went viral. If you notice, the media has moved away from those protests. They're not showing you the protests anymore, mm-hmm. even though they're happening. They're showing you what's going on in Portland, but that's only because the military is there beating up protesters and breaking up protests. But for the most part, the media is not showing you the protests no more. They're ba- they back on COVID and they back on the upcoming election and they on Kanye West. Right. So Mm -hmm. it is good that you have the NBA coming back and Major League Baseball even yesterday. Those guys were taking a knee. So it just keeps awareness on what's going on out there in those streets. And this is something else I thought about. And um, think about the people who aren't LeBron James. Think about the people who aren't Kyrie Irving. Mm. 
Think about those guys who don't have a voice as big as theirs. The only place they'll be able to maximize their voice is with that NBA platform, mm. is at those press conferences. Think about the people who tweet things like this all day long, post stuff on their Instagram, and nobody cares mm. because they don't have a bigger voice as LeBron and whoever else. This is why the NBA will not be a distraction. This is why the NBA and really all sports are going to be so necessary over the next few months because it will be athlete activism. It will be protest through sports. I think it's going to be great. Question. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is about the Breonna Taylor thing because I've been just reading up about this a little bit. So just break down the events because I'm trying to find out who needs to be held accountable. Who specifically do you point the blame at? The right? person that made the oh, charge, yeah. like told them okay. to... So they're saying yeah, whoever, arrest, whoever, the, whoever, they're saying arrest the, the police officers, right? Mm-hmm. They killed Breonna Taylor. But the police officers were acting on behalf of a faulty warrant, right? A warrant mm-hmm. that had the wrong address. Mm-hmm. And there's a rule that allowed them to just break into a house without a knock, right? So, and correct me if I'm wrong. Did the police officers do what they were legally allowed to do and what they were supposed to do? That I'm not sure of. I don't know. Because I keep hearing people go, arrest the police officers. And my concern is that not enough, hold on, that not enough people understand what happened with the Breonna Taylor case so that when they see the police officers not being arrested, they're going, see, look, this is a failure of our justice system. When they don't realize that the person who created this situation is the person who put the wrong address on the warrant for arrest or warrant for search and seizure. Now, I've heard people say that they should arrest the person who issued the warrant as well, but I think with the police officers, she was alive still. The fact that they came in the house and when they shot her, they didn't issue her any aid. Yeah. It said she was alive alive for like six minutes after the fact. Yeah. And they didn't issue any aid whatsoever. Got you. You know what I'm saying? So I think think, think that's where the... So they were negligent. They were negligent after the mistake that they made. And you'd have to prove that they like purposely were negligent. I think there's some other things that they did afterwards. They tried to cover it up or something like that. Yeah. Like they told her, they told the mom that she was going to, or that she's at the hospital already. The mom goes to the hospital, waits there there. for two hours, comes back. She's still in the house. Right. So like, so it seems to me that there is a cover up for a mistake that it definitely was a cover up. I can't remember what it was though. Right. So then you yeah. can hand you can hold them accountable for the cover up. My concern with these things is is that we keep pushing a message out there to the world that can't be um tried in the court of law. Right? It this is like a really fucked up case. Obviously, the cops are, it looks like as if the cops have covered it up. So you have to press charge on them for covering up the murder. You have to press charges on them for like maybe not attending to the body after they shot it, right? Um, but going into the house in the first place, it seems as if it wasn't their fault, no? Well, listen, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have enough information on the case as the to thing. why they want the police officers arrested. But I know that there's people who've been working on this case and researching this case far more than I have. So they understand why the officers uh, need to be arrested. I do know, like I'm reading here now in the New York Times, she received no medical attention for more than 20 minutes after she was shot. Um, Right. And the police have been investigating two men who they believed were selling drugs out of a house 
that was far from Miss Taylor's home, but a judge had also signed a warrant, a warrant allowing the police to search Miss Taylor's residence because the police said they believed one of the two men had used her apartment to receive packages. And the judge ordered a so-called no-knock warrant, which allowed the police to enter without warning, all without identifying themselves as law enforcement. No drugs mm. were in the apartment, nothing. So I mean, it seems I don't know. it seems like at bare minimum, this entire case needs to be investigated and maybe from a neutral source, not internal, whatever it is like, uh, what is that thing, Alex, where like the police investigate themselves? Internal affairs. Yeah. Like not internal affairs. I'm talking about a a neutral outside source. Got to come in and look at this cape, stop to bottom and see, because it seems like there's a lot of mistakes that were being made and a lot of cover-ups that have happened. And that's what happens when the justice system is, this is connected to the police system. Obviously you're going to take care of your boy. That's what people do. Yeah, the officers, uh, they didn't knock um well, that, when entering. They, the they officers said to. they the officers said they did knock. Oh. Right? Yeah, they said they did knock and did identify themselves. Hmm. But but uh her boyfriend said he didn't, they didn't, and that's why he feared for his life and he fired in self-defense. Um, and they said that the police report contained a bunch of errors. It listed Brianna Taylor's injuries oh, as yeah. none, even though she had been shot eight times. And indicated that police had not forced their way into the apartment, even though they used a battering ram yeah. to break the door open. Yeah, you got to This whole case needs to be looked at. Of Let's, this whole case needs to be reviewed. There's a yeah. lot of wild shit going on over here. Yeah. Um, what a fucking idiot also goes to uh, uh, Matthew Slap. Who's that? Uh, Matthew Slap is um, uh, he's the head of CPAC, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on. Let me get that right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to mess that up. Uh, Matt Slap is, yes, he's the head of CPAC. Yeah, he's the CPAC chairman. Okay. And he's a he's a Trump advisor. Okay. And uh, we can play that audio. He um he was on Fox News and he actually uh was talking about Joe Biden and Joe Biden's um cognitive abilities or lack thereof. And he said that Joe Biden couldn't even get through an interview with a rap star. Without, you know, telling that rap star, you ain't black. Oh, uh, he brought you up. Joe Biden is essentially trying to duck and cover, not have a full campaign, hang out in his house. And none of us are able to really see what he's got. He ought to take an hour and answer all the tough questions. And he ought to release his schedule every day that shows that he's full all day long with events. Instead, we see a speech here. Or there, he does interviews. He did an interview mm. with a rap star, and he couldn't even get through that without a big foible on the "you ain't black." Uh, so I think the problem is, That's is Joe recall. Biden is not running a fully energetic, real campaign. Uh, Wendy Osefo, I want to get your response to this. What we want to hear is facts. What are you going to do for those individuals who have lost family members due to the pandemic? What are you going to do to ensure that we do not have another issue like George Floyd within our police department? That's what we want to hear. And when, you know, Biden made the comment about African-Americans, that was not a rap star. That was Charlemagne the God, who's a nationally syndicated radio host. You know, I know he's a black man, so you may think he's a rapper, but he's not. I got to salute uh, Wendy. Osefe, Osefo. I really can't pronounce nobody's name. I hope nobody <laughs> takes. I hope, I hope nobody takes it personal. It's it's that's actually what, remarkable. <laughs> that's why I have so many nicknames for people. Yeah, Wendy O. <laughs> what up, Wendy O? My girl, how are you. You know I me. Mean? I have. I, I really can't pronounce nobody's name. But Wendy, 
checked him right then and there. And that's what you should do. I, I am a stern believer. I don't believe in canceling. I believe in counseling. So mm. I don't believe that Matt Slap is racist because he referred to me as a rap star. I just feel like he has a cultural blind spot. And I feel like people have stereotypical tropes when it comes to black people. Um, clearly not tall enough to be a basketball player. So yeah. if you see a black person and, and, and they have a certain level of success, if you see them on television and they're talking to a presidential candidate, you just think in your mind, oh, that guy's a rapper. I, you know, and, and listen, once again, I don't think he's racist. I think that's a cultural blind spot. Mm. And, and it's a positive stereotype. Rap has saved a lot of lives. You know, rap has gotten a lot of people out of the ghetto. Rap has financially empowered a lot of people. So I don't get offended when somebody calls me a rap star. I just think that person needs to be corrected. And Wendy O, Wendy Osefo corrected him right then and there in that moment. And um, I thought that was brilliant. Hmm. Now, do you do you care about the context in which like uh what what he was talking about? Do you, do you believe that it's true that like Biden is a little mentally off? Um, I think he's old, bro. Yeah. I think he's just old. You know what I mean? I think he's old and he's at that. He's, he's, he's always had gas, right? Like, like that was Biden's thing. They always said Biden just would say anything off the top of his head. Right. Mm. And now he's older and it's, it's really bad. Mm. Like, that's what happens when you get older. He's what, 80? I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? He's older. Yeah. So I'm sure there's some cognitive decline. But that's what happens when you're 80, I would think. Right? I just don't understand how we got into this situation. I just don't I don't understand how that is the best candidate on the Democratic side. How they looked at everybody and they were like, nope. And by they, I mean like even Americans. How Americans looked at everybody they had up there and they were like, nope, this is the guy for the job. He can do it. He was the safe bet. He was the safe bet, I guess. He was the guy that, you know, they felt like could win. They still feel like that, you know? And, yo, he probably is going to win. I don't, listen, to be honest with you, I don't know what's going to happen in November. Um, Only reason I don't know is because there's just a lot, bro. You got so much voter suppression. You don't know if you're going to have interference from other countries. You know, uh, you have voter depression where people just don't feel enthused about Biden or any are Trump, so they just don't, they just stay home all together. You know what I mean? Like you I don't, know, I don't know. You know, what's I, interesting I think it's, is both sides believe that they're going to get their votes suppressed. Like Trump is yeah. nonstop tweeting about, oh, they're going to rig the election. You know, obviously you're talking about how Trump's going to find a way to rig the election, or there's going to be outside interference. Well, like, what happens when you cheat on your girl, Schultz? Say what? What happens when you cheat on your girl? Why would you? I don't. Why would you even ask a question like that? Why would you even phrase it? Why would you even phrase a question? Why would I even phrase no, it like you do it? Yeah. Why would you phrase a question that has, has no good answer? That's a horrible question. How, it's like saying, how does it feel to have AIDS? Wait, what? No, you know how you should have hey, you know answered that question? What? You know how you should have answered that question? Wow. I wish you the best. <laughs> what happens when you cheat on your girl show? I wish, I wish you the, the best. best I wish you the best. I wish Hypo- the best. Hypothetically, I'll tell you as a reformed cheater. Yeah. When you cheat on your woman, you feel guilty. Right. 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 And so now you start thinking about all the things she could possibly do to you or has done to you. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what Trump is doing right now. Trump is like, these motherfuckers gonna beat me at my own goddamn game. Ah. All right. They, they probably got the Chinese working with them because the Chinese hate me. 
You know what I mean? Like you don't right. know. Like I, I, you don't know what's going going through his mind. So I don't know what's going to happen in November, but um, it's going to be entertaining. I know that much. I think people should be very frightened at the fact this weekend. This this week, really, this weekend, Donald Trump did an interview with Fox News. Kanye West had his press rally in South Carolina. Sound bites galore from Donald Trump. Sound bites galore from Kanye West. Where the fuck was Joe Biden sound bites? You ain't have nothing to say, Joe. Yeah. You don't got nothing to offer. Don't think for one second out of sight, out of mind. I'm telling you. He just put out a commercial today with Obama. He just put out a commercial today with Obama, Alex. Is today is Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Five days of press. Now that Obama shit ain't gonna slap. Yeah. It ain't gonna slap. I what, haven't seen it yet. What is he is supposed to do? What would you I, do? I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I just, I would just feel, I would just feel crazy that my voice doesn't resonate as a presidential candidate. Say what you want about Hillary Clinton. Everything Hillary Clinton said got dissected like a motherfucker in the media. Hmm. People got to love you or they got to hate you. Hmm. When they don't feel any way about you, when they just like, uh, I could take it or leave it. That's not a good space to be in, bro. It's not. It's not a good space to be in. And I think that's the space that he's in. That's why I heard, I saw him on Joy Ann Reed the other day. And that was a good headline that came out because everybody's so, you know, intrigued on who his vice president is going to be because they want something to be enthused by. Yeah. So he said, I've got four black women that I'm looking at. You better put one of them sisters on the ticket now and let's get this shit going. Who do you think is going to get it? Kamala? Um... Probably Senator Harris, which I'm not mad at. I did see something really good that came out of uh, California this week. They had a um, some California delegates. So let me see if I can find it. Some California delegates had put out their list of who Bring they wanted. Bring your brightness up on your screen. Who, me? Yeah. It's as bright as it can go. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they had yeah California progressives. They want Barbara Lee, Karen Bass, or Nina Turner to be vice president. And that was interesting. You know what I mean? The reason that was interesting is because, you know, Senator Harris is California. They didn't, they didn't put her on the list. Mm. They, they put those three. I love Senator Nina Turner. If Senator Nina Turner was, was the VP, I'd find a way to, to vote twice. Really? And, oh, my God. I love Senator Nina Turner is the truth. The one divided by none. Like, I don't she even know who she beast. is. Who is she? Oh, man. She used to be a Bernie Sanders surrogate. Um, she, 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 she was with Bernie for both terms. And she used to be a senator in Ohio. She comes on. She's on. She's on MSNBC and CNN a lot of times. Like okay. she's um, yeah, she's a beast. Like she's she she. she if she, I'm telling you, if she, I mean, it'll never happen, right? But if Joe Biden was to put her as the VP, oh my god, I'd be I'd I'd go, I'd go out there and stomp for, for that ticket. Really? Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, you were saying, uh, what was it, uh, you know, out of sight, out of mind, or whatever the fuck it is, like how Biden's yeah. basically, it looks as if his strategy is just to not say anything bad until he Ugh. gets the election, and then he's, hopefully he's people- quiet. He's trying to quiet game his way into the White House. Right. It's, 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 it's like the quiet place. Don't say anything, Don't you say, won't get killed. Yeah. Be quiet. Shh. Yeah, yeah. So, I think we were having this conversation yesterday, but it's really interesting, like- um, you know how they said, uh, you know, Trump is, or people who voted for Trump are like, you know, he's such a great businessman. He'll do great with the country. Right. You heard that argument. Yep. The problem with that is that he's running the country like a business. And when you're a business, 
you only satisfy the people that consume the content or services of your business, right? The vegan restaurant does not care to satisfy the steak lover. It does not care to satisfy the person who eat ribs, who eats ribs. And the steakhouse does not care to satisfy the vegan, right? Mm. You have your constituents and you satisfy them, right? Uber does not care to satisfy people who like to ride bicycles all day. That's not mm-hmm. for them. So the thing what's happening with politics is Trump has become this amazing president to the people that fuck with him. Like they love him more than anything. Trump supporters, I've never seen anybody love Trump or a president as much as Trump supporters love Trump. I don't even I, I, think- I know, and, I know why you, that is. You tell me this. You tell me if I'm wrong. Do you think it's fair to say that Trump supporters love Trump more than black people loved Obama? That's a good question. Uh, at the time, I'm not sure. Black people loved Obama at the time. You didn't see a lot of pushback. Well, yeah, you didn't see a lot of pushback on Obama until after he got out of the White House. And when he was in the White House. It was, a, you know, it was people that were pushing back on him. Like you, you had brothers like Cornell West and Tavis Smiley was, was doing what they were supposed to be doing, actually, mm-hmm. which is taking the president to task, right? The president has to answer to his constituents, but black people loved him some Obama, bro. So here's the thing. This is the only reason why I bring that up and I ask that question. Because I believe Obama wanted to be the president of the United States of America. He didn't want to be the president of his supporters. And I think Trump has no interest in being the president of the United States of America. He is operating no different than he would operate with a business, which is I'm here to support the motherfuckers who support me. So if they like this shit, that's what I'm going to give them. Whereas Obama, I think specifically throughout his presidency, wanted to make sure he wasn't just black people's president, that he was the president for everyone. Now, absolutely, a lot of Republicans might get pushback on that. Be like, oh, he didn't reach across the aisle enough, this, that, the other. Okay, I'm sure there's going to be pushback. And yes, he was satisfying the Democratic base more than Republican base, of course, because that's where his values lie. But it is a really interesting way to look at politics and where Biden might be failing because Biden currently does not have a base that he is satisfying and he is not feeding them anything. He's just kind of like existing as not Trump. It's disgusting. And the problem with that is if Trump has turned politics into business, there is no such business as I'm not that business. Yeah, you can't just open up a restaurant, bro. What's in there? What's in there, dog? If I got if I got if I got if I got a Chick-fil-A on the corner and then there's just this building. It's just a sign. It's just a building. You don't know signs. You don't know what's coming out of there, but somebody's telling me that's a restaurant. Guess what I'm going to go do? I'm going with what I know, baby. There we go. That number one with cheese. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to get that chicken sandwich with cheese. And I'm going to tell you something else. You're absolutely right. Not only does Trump cater to one base, Trump gave his 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 base a name. That's a team. Matt yep. is a gang, baby. Branding. Make, Amer- make America great again. Yo, people can say what they want. Probably the greatest brand in presidential history. And it ain't even his. It's Reagan's. It's, it's Reagan's. Yeah, but Reagan ain't put that shit on a red hat, though, bro. That, you know still. what I'm saying? Reagan ain't put that shit on a red hat, and Reagan didn't give that shit a name. Mm-hmm. Make America great again. MAGA. Yeah. First of all, you know how you know that shit was hot? It's hot because rappers duplicate it. Make America trap again. Uh, make the hood great again. Yeah. You know, make, 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 make crack sell again. Like, everybody comes up with these different 
ways to flip it and bounce it. That's yeah. when you know you got some dope shit. Say what you want. If it wasn't racist, if it wasn't bigoted, his campaign team would have won that award. They, they didn't they give they gave Obama an award for the, the hope, hope we can believe in. Yeah, yeah. MAGA would have got that award if it wasn't tied to racism and bigotry easily. So, so then it goes into the discussion as to why he doesn't seem to care to satisfy anybody that's not his base, right? And why he's leaning into satisfying his base, right? So if his base, I'm not saying everybody who votes Trump is a racist. I'm not saying that at all. But if there are people that do, that are racist, that do vote for Trump, he's not going to alienate them because remember, he's a business that has to satisfy the customers of his business. So if you sell steak and some people like tri-tip, you're going to keep having tri-tip. Even if you don't like making tri-tip, you're going to keep having it. And what that's the, the fuck problem. What is tri-tip? I think this, isn't that like the little pieces of uh, steak or something like that? You said that shit and I thought somebody tried to swing on T.I. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is tri-tip? <laughs> you tri-tip. You know, I guess uh, sirloin or whatever the fuck. Who knows? I guess what I'm trying to say is like that, he's treating this so, so much like a business that he is satisfying Everybody that's willing to and and pandering to everybody who's willing to support him. Yeah. And it's a weird way to look at politics because politics is not supposed to be that. We're not He's, supposed to look at politics as a business because it is your responsibility as the president to be the president of all the people in the country. Even if you ran on your platform to get there, you still have to consider half the people that are in the country that do not like those things. Yeah, and I think it's super, important he, to consider them and kind of like be malleable in your beliefs a bit. Donald Trump super serves his audience. Mm. That's what he does. He super serves his audience. And listen, you're supposed to mm. be the president of all people. And so, even if you're not the president of all people, at least fake like you are. Yo, so here's the thing. And I really think this, I think that the legacy of presidents that only satisfy their base is far more intact than the legacy of presidents that try to satisfy everyone. For example, Obama, his legacy has taken a bit of a hit after he's been out of office. Bill Clinton's legacy taken a hit after he's been out of office. Reagan, who literally only considered, and I'm not the most, you know, adept when it comes to, you know, politics back in the day, but it seems like Reagan only considered his constituents. You know, you could say he flooded the hood with drugs and you could say that he brought a level of conservatism that was, I don't know, not very admired by the left. This guy's a hero to the right to this day. People literally say, I'm a Reagan conservative. I'm a Reagan Republican, whatever it is. So I wonder if for your legacy, it's better to say, fuck the haters. Uh, the only reason I think Barack, Bill... And even George Bush, their legacies were altered because George Bush's legacy was altered in a good way. The only reason I think their legacies were altered is because Donald Trump showed how much power you have as a president. And because Donald Trump is doing what you said, which is super serving his people mm. and making sure his people are good and his people are straight, it makes the people who supported Obama say to Obama, why couldn't you do that for us? Mm. Or it makes the people who supported Bill Clinton say, why couldn't you do that? For us. And then on the flip side, you still have the people on the right who have been speaking out against Obama, who've been speaking out against the Clinton. So when you have both sides that have something negative to say about you, it does put a little a little dent on your legacy. Not 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 so much the people who've been against you, 
but the people who were for you. Right. People say, hey, why didn't Obama do more for black people? You know what I'm saying? Like when you see these, 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 these brothers and sisters who support Donald Trump and they say Donald Trump has done more for black people than Obama did. Yeah, that's a little, that's a little stain on the legacy a little bit. You know, I mean, Donald Trump got the first step back done, even though it's not like Barack Obama wasn't trying to push, you know, uh, prison reform. Our, our criminal justice reform it just got kept, kept, kept getting pushed back on. Mm. You know, Trump was able to get it passed, right? So it's just it's just little things like that where the legacy gets tainted. And somebody like George Bush, his legacy gets better because for the people who hated Bush but think Trump is the worst ever, they're like, bring George back. At least George, anything would be better than what we have. Right. O- only, only because even if you didn't like George Bush, your sense of normalcy was not affected. Mm. America got a routine. We've been out of our routine the past five months. So, so why doesn't Biden run on that? Run on bring back normal. Run on bring back the routine. I mean, you can find a sexier way to say it, but if you know what the people miss, like, and I'm not speaking of Biden, I'm speaking to his like campaign managers, et cetera. If you know what the people miss, run on what they fucking miss. Like, no, know, no bullshit. Know. Biden think- should run on make America great again. It's got to be a combination. <laughs> that should be his message. It isn't Yo, that's that that's that's a that's a good point because you know they uh, Donald Trump has a commercial running now that says you're not safe in a Joe Biden America. Yeah, but all of the footage that they're showing is from the past few months. Ah. This this is Trump's America. So if I'm Biden, I mean if I'm Biden, I take you back to how life looked under Obama. I take you back to how life looked under you know those past eight years, and I said. Let's make America great again. Or, I don't know, make America Barack again. I don't fucking know. Who the hell knows? It's something. Let's take it back yeah. to when life was, quote unquote, normal. Because our sense of normalcy has been all the way disrupted. That's the we've thing. Ne- we, we've, never been, we've never been in this position, America. Ever. Yeah, it's, it not not since me. I've been alive. Uh, what were you saying? Nah, the only problem with that messaging, though, is people on both sides have a distrust for the government. So if you try to give them the notion that we're going to go back to status quo, that's not a message people are willing to get behind, I don't think. I agree with you, but I'm going to tell you something, man. That's a good a few, point. A, a few more months of this shit, motherfuckers don't give a fuck. Like, man, give me the goddamn status quo. You're not uh, even waiting on the line too long. <laughs> You're not even waiting on the line too long, and you want one thing. Yeah. You're at that Jamaican spot. They like, tell you they don't got oxtail shit. for the seventh yeah, time. Yeah. Just give me the goddamn jerk chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Because people want what they remember. Yo, you can't even get on a plane and just go out of the country, bro. Can I ask a question? Because I, I heard this criticism and I thought it was interesting, but maybe you have different perspective on it, which is, um, I heard it from a buddy of mine who's, who's liberal, my boy Robbie, who works on the monologues with us. And uh, he's like very liberal, but he said this, it is curious that you see all this uprising and all this like uh, protests and all this like rioting in liberal run cities. With liberal mayors and liberal politicians and liberal, um, I don't know, governors or whatever, like, well, not governor of a city, but like, what? He, and he goes, it begs the question is liberal politics no different in terms of what they can do for people, but are they rather only just lying and selling a dream that they can't cash in? I mean, that's the, yeah, I mean, that's been the question, right? That's been the question. Throughout the whole Trump administration, that was the question when Hillary was running. But what do you think about that? When you see all these, like, I'm I'm, going to get to that. 
who exposed that was Barack, right? Because Barack was in the White House for eight years. Right. So you got you got you got what what people thought was the most progressive, even though he's moderate, most progressive black. He's black. Right. He's liberal. He's Democrat. Like, yo, America's about to change. But it didn't. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't. So now when you sit back and you look around and that's been something that they've been pointing out, like, yo, you look at all of these cities that are run by liberals, the crime is the worst. The poverty is the worst. It's just like, that's what's got people saying, what are we voting for? That's what's got people jumping over to the other side of the aisle saying, I'm down to vote conservative because they putting some money in the hood. They offering something like people have been turned off by the Democrats. And I'm going to tell you something. If we don't see something very radical, Mm -hmm. If Joe Biden wins, I'm talking about I'm talking about Lyndon B. Johnson radical, like like culture changing, shifting. Right. Black people, black people might bounce from the Democratic Party altogether. They might just be independents, you know, or, or, or like my man, West Bellamy. He's got the Black Liberty Party now. I expect to see more of that happening. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Bob Johnson was calling for Black Lives Matter to be its own political party. I can easily see black people going with any of these parties and just voting with whoever has their best interest at heart, voting their interest like we always should anyway. But I can see a lot more of that, uh, you know, in, in, in 20, when is the next? Uh, 24? The midterms. Well, the presidential election 2024. Midterms be like 2022. Oh, 2022, I can easy, yeah. I can easily see people just voting in blocks starting in 2022. It's, just, it's just interesting because I never consider like that. And then when it was kind of laid out to me where you see all this unrest, and these people who are fighting back, these people who are staunchly democratic, staunchly liberal, mm-hmm. hate Trump, are fighting back against systemic oppression when the people that are elected in their cities are democratic, staunchly liberal, and represent all their beliefs. So it's mm-hmm. like, what system are you fighting back against and how is this the Republicans' fault? If you've done your job as a citizen to elect these people that reflect your views, why not take some accountability and be like, yo, apparently the people we're electing or the views that we have aren't getting us out of this situation. Like, it's almost as if they're protesting themselves. Bro, one of the most impactful ads that I've seen is this ad that shows uh, Joe Biden, Chuck, Chuck Schumer, and Nancy Pelosi. And it says something like, a hundred plus years combined of political failure. Yeah. Because it, and, and, and it's like, yo, you try to, you're, you're trying to blame Trump. You've been, you've been in the Senate all of these years, 40 plus years for some of these people, mm-hmm. but you're trying to blame Trump for, uh, for what's going on, for what's not happening in America because he's been in the last three. It's serious. It's like, it's, it's kind of crazy. And, and again, I think that, when people hear this, they go, oh, here you are, stumping for Trump. Or it has nothing to do with Trump. Let Like every criticism that someone has of Trump, okay, perfect. Let's go with it. Let's say you're right about every criticism you have for Trump. I think the argument you brought up is, which is great, which is like, well, if these are the three people that are running the Democratic Party and these are the three people that are uh, making, you know, the Democrat or, or choosing the direction of the Democratic Party and that party has not been helping the people that they're supposed to represent and the cities that those people live in are the ones that are rioting and doing all this other stuff. Don't you think it's almost in 
Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and whoever the other person you said, don't you think it's in their best interest that you take all your rage out on Trump and not out on them? I'd rather you be upset at that other guy than me, especially if I'm the one lying to your ass for over 40 years. Amen. You're acting like these cities haven't had Republican mayors, though. Who? Who was Portland? New York City had... Who was Portland? Giuliani and Bloomberg. Who was Portland's Republican mayor? I don't know, not Portland, but I mean, these cities have had Republican mayors. I mean, let's take you know, let's, things, let's, things are better in Philadelphia under Frank Rizzo. No, I don't know, Chris. Again, I'm asking the question, but like, I would I would go so far as to say that I don't know. I, I go. What's up, Al? He, he, Crime. He, he, is- he's not. He's not. Listen, he's not wrong. I mean, this is a stat, and I just looked it up so I could be clear. America's 25 worst cities are Democrat led. That's just that's just a fact. Like you can't you can't argue with facts. And yes, when you see Joe Biden as the president, it's like, damn, we're not gonna try nothing new. We tried something new with President Obama. President Obama was something was something new. I thought I thought the Democrats would continue to go down that 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 lane. I thought that they would continue to get blacker, browner, younger, more more diverse with gender. And Joe Biden scares people because yes, it it feels like some of the same old, same old. Uh, one, one second, Al, Al wants to say something, but another thing, Chris, and again, Chris, I'm just asking these questions here, but I feel like the only way you can make change is through accountability. And I feel like just pointing the finger at the other side doesn't acknowledge, I don't know, the failures of, of your own side in a way. And Sure. I mean, look, the Democratic mayors have failed. I mean, to me, it's more a call of like, do we really want a two-party system? You know, like I agree. We don't have to be married to a two party system. Right. I, I agree. A lot of countries have multiple parties and that can get confusing and it can cause issues and you have to build coalitions. But in a way, it keeps people more accountable. Right. And yep. that's what I would like to see. I, I'm, I'm with you I, on you that. Know, when I when I vote locally in New York City, I always vote Green Party, Working Party, even if the candidates on the Democratic ticket, because I just want to encourage there being more diversity in terms of your choices. I don't think it's healthy just to have two parties. But I'm, with, with you I'm with you on that. I just feel like, I just feel like if I was one of those, if I was one of those old senators that's been, you know, preaching about all the change you're going to make and how much you're going to help minorities and how much you're going to help the oppressed, but hasn't done anything to do it in 40 years. I would love if you focus all your attention on that other party I would love you focus that attention on on Trump and Mitch McConnell and all these other characters over on the on the right because it takes the attention off of me and the fact that I haven't done anything. That's that's just what I would love. Alex, what were you gonna say? Just one thing to note to uh crime is related to dense populations. Right. And most that makes dense sense. populations uh lean democratic. So it's like that. It, it, I wouldn't say it's the governmental rule that's causing the crime. I think it's just so the population. Al, that was- Al brings up a good point about what correlation. What do you mean, dense? You mean like cities? Yeah, yeah like, like major metropolis. Like that's it, not necessarily true, though, because, I mean, you got you know, Memphis and, you know, these rural areas like Augusta, Georgia, and, you know, hmm. uh, 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 Florence, South Carolina. Yeah, they'll you know always be some like, like making Georgia. Like, I'm looking at the list right now. Like, you got cities on there, but you got really, it's these rural areas, Albany, Georgia, you know, Monroe, Louisiana, Florence, South Carolina, Mobile, Alabama, like, Hmm. eh. It is interesting. Eh. I mean, 
Uh, it is. It's just interesting. It's just like if you really want to make change at a certain point in time, it got to be a lot of less finger wagging. You know, and there's got to be a little bit more pointing at yourself and just going, all right, what can we do? And by self, I don't mean like literally what can I do as a person, but more like holding your party accountable. If you got these motherfuckers that are representing you and you are out in your own city destroying the city and protesting against the city, you are effectively protesting against your decision to elect people. People have lost faith in the Democrats at the worst possible time. And that's the Democrats' fault. Like, that's, that's, fuck. that's definitely the Democrats' fault. Like, 2016 was the worst possible time. And um, people stayed home. Like, I, I say this number all the time. 4.4 million people who voted in 2012 Did stayed it? home in 2016. Yeah. A third of them were black. And don't be surprised if people stay home like that in 2020. Don't be shocked. And guess what? It's nobody's fault but the Democrats. And they're always putting the burden on black and brown voters to show up for them when they haven't shown up for black and brown voters in fucking decades. Mm. It's the truth to the matter. Mm. Want to pay some bills and deep dive into a little Kanye West? Let's do it. Yes, let's pay some bills. Uh, first of all, salute to Squarespace. Squarespace turns your dream into a reality. Okay, Squarespace makes it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Whether you're looking to start a new business, showcase your work, publish content, sell products, and more. Squarespace is the tool for you. Beautiful templates, all right? Created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks. You can easily make a beautiful website yourself, okay? Squarespace's powerful e-commerce functionality lets you sell anything online. and Analytics help you grow your site in real time. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box, and there's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Buying domains is simple. And you'll get the help you need with Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support. Squarespace empowers millions of people, from designers to lawyers, artists to gamers, even restaurants and gyms, places that we can't even go no more. All right? <laughs> they empower all of those people to turn great ideas into something real. Head to squarespace.com slash idiot for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code idiot to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash idiot. Offer code idiot. Give us another one, Shotzi. All right, and also this episode has been brought to you by hair, okay? Long, luscious hair that you can have once again if you feel like you've lost your hair that you can actually not lose if you don't want to. This is a choice now. Going bald is a choice. That's right. You just got to use hymns, okay? Um, I'm telling you, I've been on the same active ingredient for the last 10 years. You can go to Hims to get all the information you want from it. That's what I would do. You go to, uh, if you want, you get a free online visit. You go to hymns.com slash idiots. That's for hymns.com slash idiots. F O R H I M S.com slash idiots. Okay. Prescription products are obviously subject to doctor approval. They require an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. You just got to see the website for the full details. This could cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the person, uh, a doctor's office, a pharmacy, if you did the traditional route. It does not with 4 So just go to 4 slash idiots. I'm telling you, this is the truth. You look at my hair, mm, looks amazing. You go handle that right now, let's get back to the show. So, um, Andrew called me yesterday. Schultz. I did. Young Hezzy. And you asked me a question, Shows. What was that question? I asked you, um, what are your thoughts on Kanye West? 
Um, what are my thoughts on Kanye West? As far as what? I was curious about Kanye West. Um, you know, we are potentially going to do the monologue on him and everything that's happened. And I was curious, you know, what you thought his condition was and um, if he had a condition. And um, yeah, I just wanted to know. And I wanted to get your perspective on it. And you, I thought, had very interesting perspective. Um, I think Kanye West, he's clinically diagnosed with bipolar, right? Yes. Um, that we know. But I, I, I just, I'm skeptical of the fact that all of these manic episodes always tend to happen around album time. Mm. And, you know, Kanye, Kanye by far is the, is the most entertaining figure in rap ever. Mm. Like it's not even close. If mm. this was wrestling, he is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Nobody cuts better promos. Mm. Okay, nobody creates more compelling spe- skept- spectacles. Mm. He he is he is the best. He knows how to stir up waters to catch fish. And I just I pay attention to the timeline. I remember, you know, uh, like a month ago, they, they they announced he was a billionaire. Right? Didn't really garner the attention or make the noise that he probably wanted. So he calls mm-hmm. up Forbes and tells Forbes, oh, y'all got my fucking net worth wrong, whatever, whatever. Then, um, um, and I'm probably, I'm probably skipping some things. Oh, the gap deal. The gap deal gets announced. 5% equity and gap. Great. But that didn't really make the, the splash splash, you know? Um, puts out a song. Puts out a song with Travis Scott with a video and everything. That didn't get a splat. It didn't really go garner a lot of attention. I mean, you know, of course you get mentions and stuff like that, but oh boy, when you tweet out, I'm running for president in 2020, even though that should have been something we, we, none of us paid attention to because it wasn't real. Just like now the campaign isn't real, but at least I guess he registered with the FEC, but at the time he hadn't even registered with the FEC. Mm. So it wasn't even something we should have really gave any energy to, mm. but the media, just like Kanye loves attention. The media, just like Kanye, loves a headline. The media, mm. just like Kanye, loves publicity. So, of course, the media is going to run with that story, and it became a thing. So now, okay, now I got you, right? <laughs> now I got you really paying attention. Let me just keep pushing on this Kanye for president thing. So what's next? All right, I'm not really registered with the FEC. People are not going to take it too seriously, but they are taking it seriously. Let me really register with the FEC and see what happens. Oh, first Kanye says he's dropping out. That gets a lot of attention. Nope, Kanye's still in. He's registered with the FEC now. Now Kanye says, let's go have this rally in South Carolina so we can get signatures to be on the South Carolina ballot. Fly down to South Carolina, do the goddamn rally, say all of this wild shit, get all of these headlines. What do you do the next day? You don't even turn in the fucking signatures. Right. So how serious are you really about running for president if you don't turn in the motherfucking signatures? Mm. Now you got everybody up in uh, up in arms because of a statement you said about Harriet Tubman. I, it, it pains me that I can understand Kanye West sometime and what he's trying mm-hmm. to say. It really does mm. pains me because I understood what he was trying to say. All he okay. simply was saying was Harriet Tubman didn't really free slaves because you're never truly free in a white supremacist system. Right. But it's bullshit. Harry Tubman did free slaves. Correct. Right? She did her job. 
And, and, and it's up to us, each generation, to continue to push for the liberation that we all want as Black people in this country, right? That's why I love Tamika Mallory's, the name of her organization, because it's called Until Freedom, right? So Until Freedom. So basically, there's, there's no peace. The work will continue to be done until we have true freedom. So everybody is like a baton. Harriet did what she did. She passed the baton to the next generation. That generation did what they did. And every generation, we get closer and closer and closer and closer to the freedom that we're trying to acquire, right? Boom. Very next day. What does Kanye do to make y'all forget about this Harriet Tubman shit? What the fuck does he do? Now, I'm going to tell y'all something. The last two days have been the, the most honest and most genuine I think Kanye West has been. I think when he's talking about his marriage, I think he's honest. I think he's genuine about that. Mm. That I truly believe, right? Everything else, I have to be skeptical about. And that's right. the fifth agreement. Don Miguel Ruiz told us. The fifth agreement. Be skeptical, but listen. So I'm just listening because I'm aware that the brother's been clinically diagnosed with bipolar, right? right? But it just makes me wonder why all of this stuff conveniently happens when he's got an album coming out, when he's got things he wants you to pay attention to, like sneaker releases. If I'm not mistaken, it's a goddamn Yeezy dropping on the 24th, this Friday. It's an album dropping this Friday. It's a movie dropping this Friday. It just makes me skeptical of um, these manic episodes yeah. and these headline-grabbing things he does when he's got an album dropping. That's all I'm saying. I think that um, <clears throat> I think that that's completely reasonable. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're belittling mental health in any way when you show your skepticism 100%. And I was on the same page as you until 30 minutes before we started recording this podcast. Talk to me. We're having a conversation. And it comes to our attention that this last you know, uh, rant or outburst or whatever you want to call Kanye is doing, um, potentially jeopardizes the gap deal, which he could make billions of dollars on. Why do you think it jeopardizes it? Um, because for a brand like gap or any brand, rather you're taking a huge risk when you're doing business with Kanye because of these outbursts. Now, mm -hmm. you're taking a risk because of the upside. Like, only desperate brands get invested in Kanye West, right? Adidas wasn't popping. It was struggling. And then he has this huge surge. Gap was as low as you possibly can be. Gap mm -hmm. was non-existent, right? Mm -hmm. And then the stock prices shoot. I'm sure all the people in his camp right now are brand new people, right? Because he can only... I'm sure he like filters in and out of people. I'm sure like some of the closest people around him have no longer friends with him. I'm sure that had, had happened with rappers. I'm sure it happened with producers. I'm sure it happened with the people that are doing it. So everybody that's in business with him is basically in business selfishly. They're like, yo, what can I get out of this? I'm attached to this big name. It's popping. But when I figured, when we figured that the gap deal was at stake, potentially because of how crazy he was acting, I go, nah, this has got to be serious mental illness because he doesn't make close to the amount of money on his music as he does on his clothes. The music is pennies compared to the clothes, right? So you don't risk billions for millions. And I'm like, oh shit. And then we were talking to some folks and, and it turns out Kanye has plenty of these breakdowns 
We just don't know about them. Plenty of these breakdowns happen. Plenty of these breakdowns happen when they're not surrounded by a situation like this. And what often happens with his breakdowns is he gets emboldened by his successes. So when he becomes a billionaire, when he uh, gets this, this Yeezy deal, all of a sudden he becomes so, um, he already has this like amazing belief in himself, yeah. but now that increases 10 times. And he goes, as it, sh- as it should, as it should, as it would with most people when you have success, mm-hmm. but maybe with someone who's bipolar, it goes even more extreme than you or I. And I'm like, Oh shit. This guy is really fucking struggling. So when we see that guy, we see him saying these horrible things and we see them saying these incredibly divisive things and borderline, I mean, not even borderline, damn right disrespectful things. You know, Harriet Tubman risked her life time and time again to free slaves, right? Now, she didn't have the ability to free them from systemic oppression. She didn't have the Mm -hmm. ability to free them from a white supremacist system, but she did free them. But when he's saying these things, I think that while we can ask him to be accountable for his actions 100%, we also got to realize we're looking at a crazy person, man. Or, or I don't, a, I don't, I don't like you to work person. crazy, but Let's I get what you're sick. saying. Let's use sick. We're looking at a sick person, man. This person's legit sick. And we enable that sickness when we give him our attention. We enable that sickness when we keep fucking with the clothes and keep fucking with the music. And I'm not saying don't fuck with the clothes and don't fuck with the music, but it's hard for him to not to continue getting these opportunities if the second he drops some shit, we're lined up. You know what I mean? It's just, and I don't have the answer just yet. I don't even know if I'll ever have the answer, but I think the more I look at it, I'm like, wow, here is a person that is incredibly talented. And because of his talents, we're willing to look the other way when he is clearly sick. And maybe the thing that we got to do is just be like, yo, man, we love you. Yay. You've done some amazing things, but, you know, we want you to get better. We want you to get help and we can't keep enabling the sickness. Well, it's two things about that, right? I don't think, um, I don't think that, I don't think any adult can enable another adult when it comes to their mental health issues. And what I mean by that is Kanye West is 42 years old. I can't hold him down and tie him down and force him to take his medication. You know what I'm saying? Like Kanye is clearly very aware of everything that he's going through because he tells us. It's not like he's a delusional person who doesn't know, hey, I deal with bipolar. You know what I mean? Who doesn't know he's a a, a manic. He's he's said these things to us on multiple occasions. You know what I mean? I think we do. I think we um. We 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 do ourselves a disservice by making it seem like an adult can make another adult do something. Like well, if you know you if you if you know you have a problem, or uh, you know you have a sickness, you have to go and, and and treat that sickness. Um, and when it comes to the gap stuff, man, <laughs> once again, I'm 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 skeptical only because I think he mastered playing a sucker to catch a sucker hmm. because. When you when because th- those are the those are the those are the gems that went un- unheard at the rally, right? When he said things like, "The Gap don't have no black people on his board," Adidas don't have no black people on his board. I'm gonna walk away from the Gap if they don't do such and such and such. What happens? The Gap stocks dr- the Gap stock drops like six percent the next day. Mm. But what does that do? It makes you Kanye more valuable now, 
Right? Or now people now people start looking under the hood and like, yo, the gap don't have no black people on this board. And you gotta ask, why isn't Kanye on the board of Adidas? He's 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 made that company company's net worth triple, quadruple. Why, why is there no black people on the board of Adidas? And why wouldn't that black person be Kanye West? And when you go in that rally and say, hey, I want 80, 90% from Adidas and I'm gonna walk away, you may not get 80, 90%. But they might increase your fifteen percent and put you on the board. Hmm. I, I'm and, and listen, I don't know. I've just seen him do this before, and he's usually gets what he wants when he does this. Yeah, when he, you know what I mean, when he and, does yeah. these rants and shit, he usually gets what he wants. He gets what he is, is going after. He gets what he's complaining about. So I don't know. I think that a lot of times we 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 like to use mental illness, mental illness. Um, and I would never try to downplay anybody's mental illness, but sometimes you can be a man child too. Sometimes you can be a narcissist yeah. as well. You know what I'm saying? I so, think, all, and, yeah. and, so two things can be true. It can be all of these things. Like it's not and just one thing. It can be a combination of all of this. Sometimes the mental illness induces the narcissism, mm -hmm. right? And it just makes it that much stronger and that much more powerful. And um, it makes it that much trickier to treat. You know, I got a lot of mental illness in my family, bro. You know, so it's like something I got to deal with firsthand and I see it. I see they they actually say that certain people like it's not denial. Denial is part of the illness. So as the illness gets, as the sickness gets stronger and you get more and more entrenched into that um, bipolar episode, it's not that you believe, it's not that you're denying that you have a problem. The illness literally is telling you, hey, people are going to try to tell you you have a problem. Your brain is so, so willing to believe whatever paranoia that it feels that it's, it's very difficult to talk someone out of it. And I just feel like the only thing that he understands is attention. And if we keep on giving him under uh, this under attention, then he's going to keep on leaning into it. I and keep if, telling people, why do we keep giving this campaign that's not even real attention? And then we're going to be upset. We say we say these stupid we things love like car crashes, bro. We, fuck we do every one of these shows on TV is about the, the housewives of this or the real housewives of that. It's just women fighting. It's just a car yeah. crash show. Are you watching cable still? They not all the <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. But like for real, that's what it is. It's like, how do we get people to fight? We love we the fucking car crash. And we How do say we these, get people to argue, you know? Yeah, and we say these things like, oh, Kanye West is a distraction. He's only a distraction if, if you, you allow let him it to be, be a that. distraction. Okay, you have to turn to that channel, <laughs> right? You have to turn to that channel. I'm going to tell you the wild thing about Kanye, and it's, it's always the scariest thing in regards to mental health and just in regards to people who you see crash and burn. Mm -hmm. It's always the qualities that make you that break you. My a, a queen in my life, um, Marvette Brittle. Marvette Brittle, who I love dearly, you know, helps me every day, you know, as, as a man and, and as, as a professional. She has this quote where she says, um, your talent will take you where your character can't sustain you. Mm. Your talent will take you where your character can't sustain you. When I see Kanye West, and I've known Kanye West since the beginning, because I was in radio by the time he, you know, he started. So I first met Kanye in like 06, something like that. So I've I've known Kanye from 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 a long time ago. We got way old pictures together. So I've interviewed him back in the day, like when I was with Wendy, like old stuff. He's always been the same person. 
like like what is we're we're not seeing anything different. Like he used to call these rants, these things we used to call rants, these things we now call rants, we used to call them verbal screams of consciousness. Remember when we used to use that term in regard yeah. to Kanye? Verbal screams of consciousness. If he was upset about not being in the fashion industry, he would vent about it. If he was upset about, you know, them not playing Jesus Walks on the radio, he would vent about it. If everybody was doing the street rap, Kanye came in the game going to do the backpack shit and everything else. Literally, when people would go left, he would go right. It's just that when he went alt right, we wasn't fucking with it no more. <laughs> How dare Kanye West go against the grain? That's who the fuck Kanye West is. He always goes against the grain. Let's be honest for a second, people. He stood on that stage and he 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 muttered something before Mike Myers, and it, it didn't really make much sense. And Kanye went and did what he always does. First, he tries to regurgitate what somebody tells him, mm. what he's heard, and that didn't come out right. But he went with his feeling. George <laughs> George Bush doesn't care about black people, and that's no no facts to back that up. <laughs> okay, no facts to back he's that up. Other Katrina. than other than other yeah. than what happened in New Orleans. Hurricane Katrina, right? And that's how everybody, Yo, that's how every, but that's how everybody Charlotte, felt. Charlotte, maybe he meant to say George Bush doesn't care about Iraq people. And he got that shit switched. No, 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 no. He was definitely I talking about black people. I think that's what it was. No, no, no. He was talking about Hurricane Katrina. He was definitely talking about Hurricane Katrina. I think but what he was I mean, talking about what, the war in Iraq, bro. But what I mean by that is the late response that George Bush, wow. you know, did in New Orleans, right? It was a late response. But Kanye said, George Bush doesn't care about all black people. Yeah. Let's not sit here and act like that was the most profound shit in the world to say, but that's how people felt at the time. Yeah. They black felt that felt. way. Yeah. I think, he, I think Taylor's I, saying black people felt that, but I and think- And that's why they're against him. Then. Yeah. I think, I think Kanye West is quite possibly the worst communicator in the history of humanity. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Let's like, not act like just because we agreed with a line, it was some profound shit to say. And I think I think oftentimes when we see people who are so gifted at one thing, we assume those gifts trickle down to the other things they do in life. Like I remember once my my father would would uh, uh, cover boxing back in the day, right? And Muhammad Ali was you know like he was the biggest fan of Muhammad Ali, and he'd go cover his training camps and that kind of stuff. And he saw Muhammad Ali like throw a baseball or a football once, and he threw it kind of like a girl. You know how like girls don't have the best coordination when they throw? And my dad could not believe it that like the most perfect athlete he'd ever seen his entire life like threw the baseball weird. And I think that's, he was so shocked because you saw someone who's so prolific, right? Well, not to other thing. Maybe that is Kanye. I was thinking about another point just now. Yes, he's he's not the greatest community. Oh, Taylor Swift shit. Like, that shit was ignorant as fuck. Yeah. Like, who are you? Other than an ego-driven narcissist, even though you're in, in, in the, the the thing that you we we didn't get mad at Kanye for he was, is because we sat back and we was like, yeah, Beyonce should have won. Right. But no. What the fuck he did was ignorant and wrong as fuck. Right. All right. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, what he said. Uh, pardon my time. What the I'm fuck? Was it? I can't remember the line now. I'm gonna insert it. But he was like, "I'm gonna give you your time now, or I'm gonna let you talk." I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. There you go. Yo, Taylor. I, I'm really happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. I'm gonna let you finish. 
But but Beyonce had the greatest video of all time. And they go be like, bro, that's some <laughs> ignorant shit. But I'm saying all that to say, let's not act like Kanye West just started doing ignorant shit. Mm. Why are we acting like this isn't the same because old Kanye we've people. always seen? That's all it is. It's because it's not. He's not rooting for. He's not saying. Or what people aren't seeing. He's not being ignorant on black people's exactly. behalf. Exactly. There we go. He's not being stupid on black people's behalf. Yes. And then now once- he's just being stupid for MAGA and being stupid for yeah. Kanye. It's self-serving. But here's the thing. It's always been self-serving. Right. As, he's always yeah. been ego-driven. Arrogant. He's always yeah. been a narcissist. He's always thought he was better than everybody. He's always claimed to be the Louis Vuitton Don. Everybody's like, yo, he's he loves white people so much. When the fuck is Kanye West not loved white people? It's when Kanye not- talks about his inspirations. Kanye don't be mentioning no black people. Kanye's always wanted validation from white people. Well, I think Kanye wants validation from whoever doesn't give it to him. Right? Ooh. So black people gave it to him. So he's like, all right, that's dope. And then the fashion people didn't. So he's like, I need their validation. And then he finally yeah. gets it from them. And then yeah. some other group does it. So he's always gravitated to the... It's an insecurity thing, man. He's always it's gravitated it, to the people that won't validate him. Yeah, it's got to be another word other than contrary. Because I'm telling you, and that that that's, that goes back to what I was saying earlier. The thing that can make you can also break you because Bro. If, you tell Kanye, if you tell Kanye he can't do something... Mm-hmm. He's going to do it. That's yes. why he was able to succeed as a rapper. His greatest gift is his curse. Yes, that's why he was able to succeed in the fashion world. But Bro. now you're telling him, don't you support Trump? Fuck you, I'm going to support Trump. Don't you run for president? Fuck you, I'm going to run for president. Like, he does whatever it is that you say he can't do. But going back to what Marvet said, talent will take you where character can't sustain you. Money don't change you, Schultz. Yeah. Money just multiplies whatever it is the fuck you are. And I'm saying all of this. I I truly believe Kanye West is a good person. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that. I truly believe Kanye West is a good human being. Yeah. But guess what? He's also a narcissist. Yo. He's also ego-driven like a motherfucker. Yeah. I think there's a story. uh, I can't say who told me, but apparently when his first album came out, he was having like the celebration dinner. Or whatever for the for the for the album, and there was like twenty people there. It was just like the close team, the people that made it happen, the A and R's, like everybody who was really there invested in him and made it happen. And apparently, at that dinner, he's going, nobody believed in me. Nobody said I could do this. Nobody said I could be a rapper. Nobody said whatever. And everybody at that dinner is like, we believed in you. We're here. We, of course, we we wouldn't be here if we didn't think that you could do yeah. it. But he has the mentality of doubt. He has the mentality of they think I can't what, make it in fashion. They think I can't make it as a rapper. They think I can't do be on the board of a whatever. And that motivates him and that pushes him. But if you company that, if you accompany that with mental illness, it's not a good motivator. It's a Dude, it's the thing that will destroy you. You know what I'm saying? That's what. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what drives him. What drives him is people doubting him. Yeah, but when, when you what, what, when you add paranoia to it, when you add the paranoia of an illness, it's not just like Michael Jordan is the example of someone who had the doubt and it drove him right, but it didn't drive him crazy. Kanye is the example of someone who has the doubt and it drives him, and then it's a company with mental illness, and you don't know what the fuck the guy could do. And and um, let's not 
let's not discount the fact that he probably hates his fucking marriage. Yeah. Let's not discount the fact that he hates being in that relationship. Let's not discount the fact that he probably hates his mother-in-law. You know, like he's, I think he tweeted out this morning, he's been trying to divorce Kim for two years. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he tweeted that out this morning. Like, it's a Google it. Google it. It's up. Like mm. He's he been trying to divorce Kim for the past couple of years. That's I don't crazy. know why they are still together. Who the fuck knows? If you're you know what Kim, I'm saying? But there's rumors saying Why would you want to be with him? What advantage is they it were to be with? First. No, I'm saying like, but like, I, I don't understand like why people feel like Kim can't not be in this relationship. Like why? Like, it seems to me that her life gets way easier without him. She got all the money. She don't need the money. She got the kids. She Everything's good. Yeah, but I like, What I the fuck does Kanye provide her? I personally think that she wants, she doesn't want to fail marriage though. Like, I think that's what it is. And because you, her first one was 72 days. I think a lot of that has to, So like, her if you look at it like that, it's almost like, is she, is she the hero in this situation? If she's just in this to try to keep the relationship together and keep the marriage together for either for her, for her kids, like she's putting up with all that shit. She don't need the money. She don't need the stress. What is she putting up with all this? this Kim's what's this? Her fifth marriage? What's the no, it's her third marriage, I think. Because she was she was she was married, yeah with that other guy. Like so, I guess. Oh it's shit. Like, yeah, it was, I don't it's, know. She was married to one dude, then Chris Humphrey. No, but she didn't. She married. I thought she married someone like at eighteen, like one of the. Yeah, that's right. right? She married that producer guy, yeah. eighteen. Yeah. Like, all I know is, um, all of these things that we're saying could be true. Mm-hmm. You know, I just find it highly, highly amusing that all of this shit happens around album time. Yeah. <laughs> like, why just album time? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and this guy has to be the greatest of all time. The Hulk couldn't even fucking keep this rage in when he wanted to. <laughs> the Hulk can't control this shit. How the fucking Kanye West control this shit? Yeah. I mean, just around album time, he lets this shit out the goddamn cage just enough. Like yesterday, yo, one day, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, he just went on this whole tweet storm, had everybody going down these rabbit holes, all this shit was trending, and he comes back with, I'm just going to focus on the music. Today, he's just posting track listings. Yeah. He even said all that shit about Kim and Meek and everything, but came right back to that goddamn Donda track list. Yeah. All right? And guess what I'm going to be doing on Friday? Listening. Screaming that motherfucking Donda. <laughs> Okay, that's exactly what the fuck I'm going to be doing. I told Andrew yesterday, I said, I bet you if I Google right now, it's some Yeezys dropping on Friday. And and and, and trust me, I'm not a sneakerhead, so I don't know what the fuck this means. So I'm going to read this to y'all. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. On Friday, the motherfucking Adidas Yeezy 380 Blue Oat Reflectives are dropping. Mm. Price $230, release date July 24th, 2020, and he got a movie coming out. I respect the fact that this man knows how to create compelling spectacles like none other. The only people that keep motherfuckers paying attention to them the way he does is the Kardashians. Mm. And I'm going to tell you something else. I said this on the radio this morning. I don't feel sorry about Kanye spilling all of this family business. And the reason I don't feel sorry about him spilling all of this family business because their family business is spilling their family business. Right. They're okay. Everybody yeah. else shit get put on blast. Why can't theirs? And you yeah. think that this isn't going to be on motherfucking the new season of Keeping Up With The Kardashians? Uh-huh. He cutting the check right now. 
<laughs> He's like, are the cameras rolling when this shit is happening? <laughs> if the cameras are rolling, let's get this, okay? Oh, you recording Kim crying on the phone with Kanye? Uh, let's get this. Uh, Every little headline about them becomes fodder for their TV show. Right. You think they not about to get, you think Chris Jenner not about to get a bag off this shit? And guess what? They're also about to get a bag off Meg Thee Stallion too because Kylie Jenner was there. Oh, really? And I think she has something to do with it. Yo, what personally. happened with that? <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy? Taylor's taller than um, Tory Lanez, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I don't know if Yo, it's true that Tory Lanez shot... Isn't that wild? I don't, know if, I don't know if it's true that Tory Lanez shot Megan Thee Stallion. What happened, though? For real? I don't, don't know. know. And I don't know, know why, Tor- why is Tory being protected in this situation? I don't Who, get it. Who's protecting him? I mean, I guess they're nope, not nope, releasing nope, that much information. Nobody oh, said it's him. Who's saying it? Oh. I guess because it's still being investigated, so they can't say anything. I guess. Yeah, but if I'm if I'm making the stallion and somebody shot me in the foot in this social media era, I'd be like, yo, Tori, it would have been a tweet. Tori Lane's just shot me in the fucking foot. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is they not? It's got to be something more, yo. It can't it be as simple more. as Tory Lane shot Megan Thee Stallion. I'm I telling you, it's got to be something more. I what think, do you think she can't. I think she can't say it was Tory because then whatever happened in that situation is gonna her business is gonna come out too. Then I uh, think Tory Lane was protecting her from something. You yeah, think Tory was something. protecting her from someone? I think I think it's something we don't know. I think that somebody. I think there's something we don't know. I believe Tory Lane was protecting Megan Thee Stallion. So he pro- and he's I could protecting be, her I could by be totally her wrong. Tory's not in jail. He's not? Tory ain't, he ain't in charge with no shooting. Really? I'm telling you right now, I think Tory Lanez was protecting Meg Thee Stallion, bro. And you mean to tell me the best friend's in the car, Meg Thee Stallion in the car, Tory Lanez in the car, and nobody's talking about what happened? Get the fuck out of here. Mm. In this era where all we do is talk about what the fuck happened in real time? No. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't see Tory Lanez getting... I can't see Tory Lanez shooting Meg Thee Stallion in the foot just because he was upset with her. I No. I, I can't don't see, see that. it either. I just think it's very strange that nobody has anything to say about this incident. People that were there. That's very weird. That's very has, telling that this hiding, is more than what we believe. I think Tory shot her. And I think Megan is hiding the fact because her business is going to come out too if she tells that Tori. What business could she have? What business because could she have? Already, it, because it was also already a secret, I guess, in a way that they were fucking around. And I They'd be like, on Instagram Live all the time, Taylor. Yeah, together. but people could just think they're just friends. They don't, people don't know that they were fucking or not. I'm Obviously, not going to lie. I love that because it reminds me of when, um, back in my day when I was a whore. <laughs> all women love short <laughs> men, bro. All women love short men, yo. Some of the greatest women that I've ever cheated with have all been all women love short men, bro. All women love at least come on. You know why? Because they could pick you guys up too, then. (laughs) If Tory shot Meg the Stallion because of his fragile ego, Tory Lane is a complete sucker. But I think it's gotta be more story, bro. No, anybody fucking with Tory's music after that? I fuck with Tory. Oh no, what do you mean? If we find out Tory shot Meg Thee Stallion in the foot, Tory is a rap. You think it's over for him? Bro, he sh- uh, to shoot a woman? Yeah. In the foot? Let me tell you something. It took Chris Brown forever to rebound. 
That's not true. You're trying to tell me that it didn't, it didn't take Chris Brown they tried to, to rebound? But no, no, no. They tried to. And he was right Chris, back. Yo, he put that no, Chris comes out with, yes. He, all right, sure. He didn't play, they didn't play him on the radio and everything, but he was still coming with some I could transform heat. you. Like, no. I could took Chris Brown you. forever. No, it I could, didn't. I come back. I transform you. That shit was fire, no, yo. Are y'all serious? I know mad people that were still listening to Chris. They were yo, upset with him. Don't get me wrong, but it only... Maybe for like, I feel like maybe two months or three months. As long as this pandemic's been no going way. on. No way. Yes. No way. No way. He was Yo, done no for like two, no three way. years. That's nah. true. Nah, I, he was nah, still nah. putting shit out that people were listening to. Nope. nope. People were chewing double mint. It was all about it, bro. Chris Brown was 09. <laughs> he lost all that double mint shit. Nah. The then, radio then wasn't fucking with him. You're right. See but Chris Brown. Let me Mentos. see Chris Brown. Let me see. Chris Brown album after Rihanna incident. Let me see. Nah, he killed Let's it see. with Transform You, Ma. I remember that song. But he had under, he had like um, a mixtape. Transform went really You well. probably also. Transform was hard, but I didn't like that. And he was doing Transform You, I think. Deuces. Deuces was fucking in the 2010, it was like 2015. 2015. Let me see. And That's then when also, it came out? What was the fast song with Buster Rhymes? Okay, it says, Buster Rhymes rap Brown fast is charged with that? two felonies. Stemming from a Remember Buster Rhymes rapped so fucking fast um, and it was almost like um, Look at me now. Look at me now. Um, look at me now. Okay. He put out an album called Graffiti. I Can Transform I You was well. the single. Well. Transform You killed. That shit was crazy. You in the white club. I, I don't remember Graffiti being a big album. <laughs> what? <laughs> graffiti was not a good album. No, it was it was <laughs> it was on the way back. That's how he was getting Chris back. Brown, Transform he you. Peaked, he peaked at number eleven on the R and B hip hop songs charts. Oh, they okay. Ne- the next year, they okay. The next year, they let Chris Brown perform at the BET Awards. He cried. He oh, cried. That's, when, that's what that was the breaker when he did the Michael Jackson tribute. No, the, yo, the, the wild Jackson thing about tribute. this, if you look at this, Rihanna was killing. Yeah, Rihanna had number one albums exactly. all t- like she was killing. Yeah, Chris Brown's first number one single since two thousand and six was Deuces, and that was a that was. A year and six months after the Rihanna incident. That's nothing, bro. That's, that, that's cool. That's quick. He was chilling. That's quick. But no, no, no. Yeah, but, no but I will he, say, though, the problem think about was everything so he, kept he, he kept getting in trouble. He kept getting in trouble. He kept getting in trouble. He was that's beating it. somebody. Yeah, Remember the, the Robin Robin shit. He, he just started chair, chilling Good Morning now. America. <laughs> Yo, he just started chilling. Listen, let's pay some bills. How about that? Yeah, let's pay some bills. But Yo. the moral of the story is, uh, I guess... I don't know. Pray for Kanye. Yeah, pray for him. Have him in yeah, your heart. Yeah, pray for Kanye. Man. And by the way, real quick, when y'all motherfuckers say pray for somebody, don't just use the goddamn hashtag and some prayer hands. Really get on your motherfucking knees and pray for people and stop performing for fucking social media. I hate that shit because I know y'all don't really pray. If you're being honest with yourself, be honest with yourself. Taylor, did you put hashtag pray for Ye? Did I put hashtag pray for Ye? Yes. No. But Have I you did. said pray for Ye in the past couple of days? Yeah, actually talking. Did you about really it. pray for him? Why? Hold on, time out. Why do I have to get on my knees to pray? Why can't I just like? Be you right did it though. You ain't do that. Yeah. How do you know I don't God be is, praying? God is watching you. I, don't yeah, lie. He does. God he is watching you. Too. God's going. Hey, God's going to transform you. I pray. You better freaking. Hey, <laughs> tell the truth. I prayed last night, honestly. For not like, for Kanye. I did put Kanye in it. She is lying, I'm not lying. her ass oh off. And God knows you're lying. That's the Why? crazy part. God knows you're lying Why? about this. Why? Why do you think I have to be lying about that? Well, if I just said, I would just say no then. 
Promise to God that you prayed for Kanye last Promise night. Promise to God that I prayed for Kanye. She said she put him in it. She didn't say last night. <laughs> no, you said you put him in it. I put him in it. At the end, the middle. I don't believe you. Where, where, how, like, what did he get? Was he like the star? Was he one of the I stars? Were you a co star? You did? Yes. Thank you. I don't understand why you have to get on your knees to pray, though, Charlotte. I don't you understand don't. why that's part of it. You could probably do the prayer just as good. If anything, you're closer to God standing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, if anything, you should be looking up on your tippy toes, like, yo! Yeah! You're just like, no, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, th I don't Yo, think you have to get on your knees. I don't think you have to get on your knees to pray, but I just want y'all to look at all the lies Taylor told in a matter of 10 seconds. First, she said, I, 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 I prayed for him. I just didn't get on my knees. Then she said, no, I prayed for him last night. Were you, you on did, your knees though. last night, Taylor? Was I what? Were you on your knees last night? No, I wasn't. See what I'm saying? Something ain't adding up. What are you talking about? But I don't care though. I don't care. God knows. <laughs> So it don't matter if you lie to me, listening audience. We'll make it better if I pray right now for him. You should to repent for for so so God don't transform you for fucking <laughs> saying promise to him when you know you lied. Let's see it. Let's do it. Do the prayer for Kanye. Lead the prayer, Taylor. Let's go. Lead the prayer. Do the prayer. God will lead the prayer. Lead the prayer for Kanye. Go, Taylor. Okay. Go. Um, All right, go. Bow your heads. Dear, dear God. You go, dear God. Dear God, um, with all this tragedy happening in the world and pandemic. Um, <laughs> I'm really bad at this. No, <laughs> like, that's public. how I know you've never done it before. No, because in public, that's it's exactly a lot of, how no, I know I you've never done it before. Let's, I don't that's not exactly know how, how to pray. I, know. I do not know how to pray in public. I'm dead serious. Let's it's do it. You don't know how to pray in I, private. It's dear, <laughs> dear Lord. All right, I'm gonna act like y'all not here. Dear right. Lord. Yes, act like we're not here. Go. Right. Dear this, God. This is how you just usually talk, my dear God. Let's go. Please thank you for looking over everybody that I care about. And what about people you don't care about? He also looks God over God bless them. them, too. You can't okay. interrupt the prayer yeah. shows. That's disrespectful. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so this is a real prayer. Go. Sorry. Seriously. All, head, bow Sorry. your head. Go, Kayla. All right. Dear Lord, thank, thank you for um, looking after me and everyone that I care about. Um, in these trying times, please look after Kanye West, who is obviously dealing with a lot of not just stress, but a condition. Um, and please guide him through his decisions, the right decisions. Please give him the strength and courage to say the correct things um, and find the words for the correct way to say what he really wants to say. Um, and please just bless over and, everybody. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeah. That's Amen. fire. That was a good prayer. Okay. I felt that one, yo. That's going to him. That's cutting Kanye, line, bro. Andrew tweeted throughout the whole shit. <laughs> I, I was praying in my way. You know what I mean? We all we all reach God in different ways, bro. And, just, Andrew, Andrew said, you, I'll let you do the prayer. I'm going to put this hashtag out. Okay? Yeah. Hashtag pray for you. God damn it. But isn't that pray. a prayer in, in a way, anyway, if you feel like yes. if you're tweeting it, you feel some type of no. way for it in a way. No. For, no, think about it. No. Oh. That is not a prayer. Do you think they just, the people that are just tweeting like um, prayer hands for Kanye, you don't think that they don't want... Absolutely not. It's all performative. They have not... If they're being honest with themselves, like, they have the not point? performed. They're performing for each other on social media. Do you understand when something is hot? You got to get them lights. You know when you're driving by that Krispy Kreme and that goddamn hot now light is on? When a topic is hot, you got to post about that shit right then and there in order to get them likes, bro. In order to get them retweets. In order to get them reposts. Yes. 
So I don't believe people that say pray for you are really praying for you. You know, one thing I've I've always prayed for was uh, clothes that fit. And it's it's actually cool that there's this company now called Indochino that um it uh they will make custom made uh custom made and custom sized clothes uh for you. Okay. You can go into one of their locations. Obviously with Corona, it's a little bit tricky, but you can also do the digital, uh, the virtual style consultation and shop online. It's amazing what they can do. I'm telling you, you can go buy these shirts. Look how ill fit in this shirt is. This shirt don't fit me at all. Okay. This shirt I'm wearing right now, this Carhartt right here. I love the shirt, but it does not fit because it's not made for my body type. It's made in this generic style and size that they hope will fit the most amount of people, not Indochino. I'm telling you, they do custom tailoring, custom suits, all for an affordable price. What you got to do is you got to do that virtual style guide. Just do the virtual style consultation. I'm telling you, you're going to like it. You go to Indochino, that's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com. Right now, you get an extra $30 off any purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com when entering the IDIOTS promo code at checkout. That's Indochino.com, promo code IDIOTS at checkout. I'm telling you, Indochino's suits start at $299. All customizations included. You can customize everything you want. They got blazers, shirts, coats, everything from the fabric, the lining, the lapel shape, monogram. All choice is is yours. You go out there and you get it. Your clothing is then made to your exact measurements so it fits you perfectly. That's Indochino.com, promo code ADIUS. Go get yourself right. You got these church announcements, Shosie. The announcements are a very important part of what we do in church. Man, uh, a bunch of shows have had to be rescheduled, obviously, because of Corona. Um, but uh, besides that, man, we're just putting out these monologues every week. You know, we drop them on Saturday. So they've just been going crazy. I'm glad that y'all liked them and y'all have been sharing them. And I appreciate that so much. So keep doing that, man. It means a lot. No, y'all do a great job. Thank you. Uh, with, with, with those monologues. And they, they and rip Shout out to you. the team, man. Shout out to Alex Media, Mark Gagnon, Robbie Slovic, and Miles McCreary, man. There's four of us putting these pieces out. And and uh, it's a lot of work, but it's, it's fucking awesome to do. So. They, they rip on YouTube. The best thing about the monologues to me is like, I don't have to agree with somebody as long as they make me think. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. That's all I ask for. All I ask for in a conversation, even if I disagree with you, I don't approach a conversation convinced. I approach a conversation with what I believe I know. If you can give me a compelling argument that makes me think about what I think I'm convinced by, yeah, you did your job. Yeah. As a personality, as a commentator, whatever. You know? Yeah. And I and I and I told Andrew last week, I said, Give me all the black jokes you don't use. <laughs> no, that shit cracked me up. Because <laughs> I know you got up. some good black jokes that you ain't letting rip. And that's good. I'm glad you're not letting them fly. All right? <laughs> Everybody give gets them to these me. jokes. Everybody gets these jokes, bro. We keeping it all in. Because I got a lot of content, uh, you know, that I got a lot of things I got to create in the next couple months. So, Man, you know I a, got you, bro. Anything I could do to help on there. Give me all those black jokes. Give me the ones that... That 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 you know gonna make me cringe and laugh at the same time. The ones that Alex says we can't include right before we there, start recording. That's the one. That's the one. Those are the ones yeah. I want. We always Matter do a, a black read through. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, black jokes matter, bro. They okay, do, bro. but they matter when they come from black people. Slide them to me. Let me take. Let me take all that heat. All right. <laughs> 
Matter of fact, when I start this new TV show, when you see me say certain things, right? I want y'all as brilliant idiot listeners to be like, that was a hezzy. That- <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a hezzy. That came from hezzy. Oh, All right. Shit. Mm. Now let's do some asking idiot and get the fuck out of here. Let's do it. What we got, Taylor? <clears throat> okay. Well, you we kind of already answered that. So, uh, black underscore six. How would y'all feel if y'all had kids ages 18 to 25 that decided to date someone older than y'all, like 50 and up? Would y'all be mad at that? Wait, what is the question? Basically, would y'all be mad if y'all... That's if, a lot of math in that shit. Basically, would you be upset if your daughter dated someone older? Than like, me? Like... Yeah, almost like or the no, same. No, but she group. said like y'all that's fifty said, and up. That's what, that's what it says on here. That's what it said on here. First of all, I'm only nah. 42. My daughter cannot date nobody older than me. No, without a doubt, no, never, not happening. Charla, you actually have daughters, so this is a real uh, question to you. I mean, you know, that's just such a difficult question because you really can't control what a, a young lady does. Or wants to do. And um, I think that a lot of times when women get put in those positions, they do what Kanye West does. They mm-hmm. do what you tell them not to do. Mm. You know what I'm well, saying? She won't um, do that. So I, 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 I really don't know. I wouldn't like it. I definitely wouldn't approve of it. I definitely don't want this old motherfucker coming over for Thanksgiving. Okay? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? And if I hear one goddamn, you know, complaint, that my daughter don't know who the fuck Wu-Tang Clan is, I'll probably punch you in your fucking mouth. Yeah, you my <laughs> age, and you're dating a goddamn 18-year-old. Of course yeah. you wouldn't know why the fuck Wu-Tang Clan is. Yeah. Right? Imagine that. Imagine a motherfucker come to my house, he my age, mad at me because my daughter don't know Wu-Tang. I thought you was the hip-hop guy, Charlotte. Uh. It'll be an accidental shooting in Jersey that night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Yo, okay. and it's a little, accidental, a little accidental shooting at the house. Yeah, because you got to worry about your daughter and your wife. That yeah, guy should come for the whole family, bro. Yeah. He come for the whole family. Everybody's on watch. Yeah, I don't listen. I don't judge men that date, you know, much, much older, much, much younger women. I don't judge, I do. but I do judge because <laughs> I just don't understand why the fuck would you, at forty-two years old, want to date an eighteen-year-old woman? They, I don't get don't it. Don't they like, say I, to give them more energy or it keeps them a uh, Young, yeah, you better whatever. take some CMOS. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you better find some strong pre-workout or something. What the fuck you mean? Yeah. What else? A clock, what else we got? A clock this is with, asking idiot. A clock with no hands wants to know, 100,000 years from now, name one person that will be discussed most out of all people that is present living today. Who will be discussed the most 100 years from now? 100,000. 100,000 years? We don't discuss nobody from 100,000 so years 100, ago. Let's do 100, 100 years. 100 years from now, who will be discussed the most? Current person. It's going to be a lot. I would say not. I don't think Trump. I, I'd actually think, depending on what happens, it's Elon Musk. Because if we go to Mars and we actually like populate Mars, like they're thinking we're going to do, well, of course, motherfuckers are going to talk about the guy that got us there. Mm-hmm. Nah, so I think bro. it might be Elon Musk. It, and also, if we do the Neuralink thing that he's talking about, where we actually like partner up with robots and we use Neuralink to like improve our brains, 
And if all of us are on that, we're going to talk about the guy who started it. I think it's Elon Musk, bro. Hundred years. It depends on if the Elon Musk of Mars or whatever planet or universe comes to Earth. You know what I'm saying? Oh, if aliens, yeah. if they if, get if, here if, first, then it's a wrap. That's what I'm saying. If aliens come here first, Elon Musk is no longer genius. Yeah, he's only he's only genius because based off our standards and our IQ levels and our levels of thinking and what we've created here. He's the tallest midget. There you go. He's Tory Lanez. There (laughs) you go. He's he's Tory Lanez in a room full of Duvals. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> All right, he's Tory Lane in the room. Stop acting like Tory's taller than Duval. I'm about to say Duval is definitely taller than Tory. No, yeah, Duval way taller than Tory. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Duval is definitely yes. taller. No, than Tory. yes, he is. Yes, and his voice gets way lower when he when nope. he goes. Whoa. No, he's not. You know why I know? Because I've never seen the top of Tory Lane's head standing up. I can like <laughs> when you when you're standing by Duval, uh-huh. you can see his bald spot. Okay. Remember when we, we had Tori in the studio? Yeah. And I had the overhead camera. I tried to get Nick to come put the camera on his ball spot. And he was about to fight Nick. But we had the remote TV cameras get that overhead shot. Uh, yeah. I couldn't see that just standing up next to Tori. We were sitting down too. No, but even standing up, you didn't notice that? You noticed the ball spot in Duval's head. I think he was wearing pumps. He might Tori got Duval, pumps. bro. Tori got or Duval. some sort of platform shoe. Tori got Duval. <laughs> I don't think so. Nah, Duval's taller, bro. I really think. You think so? You think because yeah. you think Duval's taller. Duval's skinnier though, and you like. I don't know. No, nah, they're both pretty skinny. skinny. Tori's Not real like, skinny. Yeah, but Duval shows more how skinny he is. You think? Yeah, you only see him. You always has his shirt off. You don't see Tori Lane's. Tori only got his shirt off the whole time. You do? I'm not looking. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Anyways. Okay. Um, what is this last two? Yep. Okay. Yeah, let's do two more. Ask an idiot. Um, Kevin Dem- Demo Demoa, uh, with cancel culture at an all time high. Do y'all think there's anyone who's truly uncancelable? You're as cancelable as your fans allow. I think Fifty Cent's uncancelable. Nah, it's your fans dictate if you're cancelable or not. That's all what it comes down to. Everybody's a business. You know what I mean? And the shareholders decide. So if you decide to do a show on Comedy Central, for example, and you say something that the fans of Comedy Central don't like, then they could cancel you from that show. But those people can never take away your fans. If your fans fuck with you for who you are and what you say and your natural opinions, the only way you can get canceled by your fans is if you change your opinions. That's That's what people don't realize about this cancel shit. It's like you getting canceled from spaces that your fans never existed in in the first place. But if your fans fuck with you for what you say, they'll let you say whatever word, have whatever opinions, because they know your intentions. Who's truly been canceled, though? Say again? Who has truly been canceled? You could lose shit. You can can lose lose opportunities, but who's been canceled? What does that even... When people say canceled, what does that even mean? I mean, I don't think think they mean you get... I think we throw that term out there because we need to have a word for what we're attempting to do to a person. Who the fuck has really been canceled? What about that uh, politician that used to be on SNL from like Minnesota or some shit? Fuckers, Al Franken. Al Franken. He out of here. He lost his job, but he still comes on TV sometimes. He does? Yeah, he's been, I think, Ooh. I did I see Al Franken recently. Anthony Weiner. Bill Maher. He got canceled. Yeah, this, look, look, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Politicians you get- are different. Okay, I think politicians are different because they actually can lose shit 
and that's their livelihood, and they can never be in politics because again. they're lying. Talk about entertainment wise. No, nah, because the same thing holds up with politicians. They're lying to their constituents. They're lying to their fans, their supporters about who they are. So when the truth comes out, their supporters go, "Oh, you weren't who you said you were." If you're truthful yeah, 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 yeah. in what you are and what you do, like imagine people trying to cancel me for making a fucked up joke. All of my fans are going to be like, do you not know who he is? He makes fucked up jokes. That's what he does. You know what I'm saying? Until you make that, until you make the fucked up joke about somebody that's also fucked up that they like. Nah, because they expect that from me. In my opinion, they expect that from me. They expect the fucked up jokes. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know who's, I don't know what, 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 what canceled culture is even trying to accomplish. Like, I don't know who's, can I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know who's cancelable. Cause I haven't seen nobody get canceled yet. Even when they say shit like R. Kelly. Yeah, R. Kelly's, I guess, canceled, but because he's not able to make content off himself, but people still make content off him. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? So even though he's not able to, to profit off his own name and his own story, mm-hmm. other people do. Right. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Same thing with, with Bill Cosby. Like Bill Cosby's not able to make money off his own story, but if somebody came out with a documentary about Bill Cosby right now, motherfuckers will watch it. it. So, yeah. so you're, you're, you're really not canceling a person. You're still giving them energy. You're still keeping their name alive right. in a wild way because you can't tell the Bill Cosby story without telling all the, all the shit he accomplished, right? Because you have to talk about the shit he accomplished in order to show why this downfall meant so much. Same thing with R. Kelly. I need these people. So I don't know who, I really don't know I who's I think canceling cancelable. just means losing an opportunity or losing a job. I think that's what cancer. It doesn't mean like they have to like stop being a human being. It's yeah. simply, did they get fired? Did they lose an opportunity? Did they lose a job? It just means being blackballed in a way. Or yeah, being potentially blackballed, but like you could always come back in different spheres. But I think that's canceling. And I think it is out there. And it's also, are you losing a job for something that you don't really believe in? Is Louis C.K. canceled? Uh, Yeah. He lost a lot. He lost a lot. Yeah. Now, he's still able to operate. But he lost millions of dollars, lost opportunities, lost his reputation. So, yeah, it is a problem. But, like, what's I think the way that you move around it is you create your fan base and create your supporters who know you and know your attention, intentions, and then you service them. And it's I when- wonder how that, that's that's interesting, right? Because I wonder how Louis C.K. fans feel because Louis C.K., you know, he was the king of that, right? He was the king of fuck the industry. I'm going to give it to you the way I want to give it to you, yep. right? And his fans love him, but he also admitted to doing what it is they accused him of doing. Nah, not exactly. I thought he admitted to jerking off. Yeah, but it's there's a lot more that goes on to that, and I'm not really allowed to talk about it, but there's a lot more to, that goes into that story, and that's the problem of when you give public apologies is you apologize for what people think you did, not what you actually did. So when he said, I'm sorry, everybody was like, oh, he held the door closed and didn't let the girls out and jerked off all over him. And it's like, that's well, not, well, well every not detail may not be true, yeah. but even still, if I'm a fan of you, that's weird, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if I'm a fan of yours, that's weird that you just, you like, you just like, you like jacking off around people. Like, yeah, that's a little strange. That's all. That's all. I just wonder how his constituents feel about him. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. It's possible. Anyway, what, what do you think? One more Taylor. One off more. on girls. Go. <clears throat> Uh, Begs Brighton, he wants to know, do you think if you grind and work hard enough, anyone can make it or, or make it to where they want to be? Or do you think some people will work so hard and still end up not making it? Do you have any examples of people who, you know, 
that never made it, but they always work tirelessly. I think there are a lot of people who like think they're working hard. But what's making it too? And also, another thing is making it. But like, I think yeah. there's a lot of people who think they're working hard, but they're just doing the fun part. You know, like, uh, like I know there's a lot of stand-ups who will do like five shows a night or four shows a night. And for me, I've always looked at the stand-up being on stage as not work. That's the fun. The work is what happens off stage, going over your sets, understanding how to make jokes better, understanding how to like market yourself and how to get your name out there and understand what your demographic is and like what's happening in comedy and how you can get advantage. Like I never once looked at being on stage, practicing the jokes as work because that is so much fun. So I think a lot of people get confused about the hours of work they put in. They're like, yo, I'm going up every single night or yo, I'm practicing this every single night. It's like, yeah, that's the fun. That's not work. Yeah. Do the work. You'll get where you need to go. Yeah. I mean, that's a loaded question. Uh, I don't know if that is like one correct answer to it. Cause uh, yeah, I do think making it is subjective. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I also think that sometimes you may have a good plan, but it's not God's plan for you. So yeah, you might work every night, bust your ass and you might make a great living, but you might not ever become Kevin Hart. Mm. You know what I mean? You might not ever become, you know, Dave Chappelle, but it, yeah. it, does that matter? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, I no. don't know if that matters or not. Like, so, so it's just really about what your definition of making it is. I know a lot of millionaire comedians who not all over your television, who are not hosting SNL, mm -hmm. but their house is amazing. Right. Their cars are amazing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They get to pay all their bills. What's the dude, what's the dude name that was always torn? Um, the Indian guy. Russell Peters. Russell Peters. Killing it. Shit. Who wouldn't want to be Russell Peters? I mean, at one point in time, I think he was the most successful comedian in the world. That's that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, you probably don't even... I guarantee we said that name. A lot of people probably don't know who Russell Peters is. Yep. But why wouldn't you want to be Russell Peters? Taylor don't know who Russell Peters is. Yeah. You understand sold what I'm saying? Out the garden. So it's like, just, so like making, it, making it is subjective. That's and true. also... um. Yeah, you work hard and you're going to get what you will out of it. Mm. I don't, like I, I think I think I think the biggest thing is defining what what oh, making it is. Yeah, I think you know what I'm saying true. it's like deciding what is enough for you or what is what is yeah. it that you truly want. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, appreciate you. Thank you for tuning into Brilliant Idiots this week. My brothers, um, my sisters. We apologize yeah. from last week. Oh yeah, we were very upset. <laughs> Sorry for being late last week. We've been busy. <laughs> Man, ain't nobody got time to be losing shit because of y'all. Okay, so we gotta, right? We gotta, we gotta comb through this shit with a fine tooth comb. All right. And I don't know about y'all, but my definition of making it is a lot different than a lot of people. All right. And I'm bringing people with me. Okay. Appreciate y'all, man. That's all. Uh, as always, if you listen to this podcast, you think we're smart, you think we're intelligent, you think we're brilliant. You're absolutely right. If you listen to this podcast and you think we're just a couple of idiots who don't know shit, you're right too. The Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Thank you for listening.